On episode 490 of Nintendo Switchcraft, we've got an indie world tomorrow. What kind of things will they have for us? Animal Crossing news and reviews. And I did a thing. Those stories and more on this episode of Nintendo Switchcraft. This is Eternal from the United Arab Emirates, and you are listening to Nintendo Switchcraft. Welcome back to Switchcraft. Every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, you can tune in live over at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp and hear me record the show live, see me record the show live, and interact with awesome people while I record the show live. On Saturdays, I record the show that is all about what you want me to talk about. I asked a bunch of questions on Twitter this week, and if you want to reply to those, I'm at runjumpstomp on Twitter. Head on over there, vote in the polls, reply, and uh, I'll talk about what you want me to talk about on the show on Saturday. Uh, This uh, episode of Switchcraft is made possible by patrons like you. Get Switchcraft and my other content ad-free for as little as a dollar over at patreon.com slash run, jump, stomp. All right, let's let's get started. Let's talk about the stuff that we need to talk about. I want to start by talking about Animal Crossing. Uh, Nintendo is basically reiterating their plans for your save data and their workarounds to the save data. I'm going to give you a brief overview to make sure that you understand exactly what it is that we're talking about because Animal Crossing is coming out on Friday. And myself included, there are a lot of people who are excited for that game. It's a very, very relaxing style of game. I've played Animal Crossing New Leaf and enjoyed it immensely. And I'm very much looking forward to playing New Horizons. This is only my second Animal Crossing. Um, But there is this hiccup with game saves. And let me tell you, just to make sure everybody understands, uh, this comes to us via Nintendo Life. Uh, So let me bring this up on the screen for everybody. And it says, oh, you can't see my face. There's my face. There we go. Uh, It says... Is there a way to create multiple islands? So if you did not know, you are stranded on an island in Animal Crossing New Horizons and you have to build out that island and, and uh, improve it for the uh, for yourself and your villagers, the other uh, characters that live on the island with you. Uh, but you start out all by yourself, I believe. And it says, is there a way to create multiple islands? And here's what it says. Even if you're using multiple copies of the same software, you are only able to create one island per console. If you wish to build up another island, you'll need a different console. As the island save data is saved directly on the Nintendo Switch console, even if you both use physical and digital versions of Animal Crossing New Horizons, there will still only be one island. So that means you are sharing an island with anybody else that plays on the same system. So I've got my Nintendo Switch over there uh, on the on the desk beside me. If I'm playing on that and my son is playing on that and we are both playing on the same console, we are then sharing the island. All right. Now, how exactly does that work? We're not exactly sure. I recently saw the guys from Game Explain. 
they tweeted out, hey, if you've got questions about Animal Crossing, uh, tweet them to us and we will answer them. I tweeted my question, which was, if we're sharing an island and I unlock something in the museum, does that mean that the other people who are sharing my Switch can't unlock that thing in the museum? They did not answer. However, somebody else replied because this is only my second Animal Crossing game that I've ever played. And the only one that I played was on the 3DS, so you really didn't have to worry about that. Uh, But somebody else replied in previous Animal Crossing games, which I have no experience with. um, In previous Animal Crossing games, if you unlock something, if you put something in the museum, like let's say you find a fossil and you put it in the museum, it is then in the museum for everybody who is playing on your console. However, until everybody, it's not in your like book of things that you found until you find it yourself. So you can still unlock things, even if the things are already put in the museum. Now, I don't really like that. I I wish that it was separated in some way, but uh, this is part of that one island per console thing. Here's what else they have to say. Is there a way to transfer save data onto another console? And the answer is we are currently considering a function to move user and save data to other consoles that is uniquely for the software. The function is planned to be implemented within the year. Now I've talked about this on the show before. Why is there this limitation? And I don't have any hard information to give you, but my gut tells me is the reason that this works the way that it works is because Nintendo went with the single island per console. And why that's a problem is because when you transfer your save data from one console to another, because I've done this, it transfers your save data on a user by user basis. So I'll give you one more example. When I got my new Nintendo Switch, the... um, I forgot the the, the number uh, looking at it now, the model HAC001-01 model. When I got that new model, which had the, the, the more efficient processor and the longer battery life, and I transferred my stuff from my old Switch to my new Switch, I had a bunch of different profiles on my old Switch. I had one for a Japanese uh, eShop account. I had one for a European eShop account, and I had one for a New Zealand, Australia eShop account. And I had one for my US eShop account. And when I transferred my stuff over to the new um, console, I decided not to bother with all of the other region accounts because I didn't really use them for anything. I just, I had made them when it first, uh, when it first was shown that there was that feature and then they never really got used. I I kept them in case uh, a developer ran out of U.S. codes for review copies and they wanted to send me a New Zealand copy instead, I would have that as an option. But I never transferred that stuff over to my new console. But because you you transfer stuff between consoles on the basis of a user and the island is shared between all users on the console then that causes a problem when backing stuff up, which is why I believe Nintendo needs to have a specific way for Animal Crossing data to move. They say, what if I lose my save data? 
Animal Crossing New Horizons does not support Nintendo Switch Online Save Data Cloud Backup feature. I'm guessing, of course, this is, again, due to the one island per Switch and the backup data being based on users. However, we're currently considering a function for Nintendo Switch Online members to backup save data uniquely for the software in case one's Nintendo Switch console itself is malfunctions or is lost. The function is planned to be implemented within the year, so sometime in 2020. Now, I don't know if they mean within the fiscal year, which I doubt because the game comes out on March 20th. The end of the fiscal year is March 31st, so within 11 days, I don't see that happening. So I'm assuming they mean within the calendar year of 2020. When I look at this, this drives me crazy because Nintendo painted themselves into a corner here and they could have easily found a way around this, but they 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 chose to go the hard way. And if this bothers you enough that you don't want to pre-order the game or buy the game at all until we have this solution, then I suggest that you wait. Because if you wait, you're still going to get the same game. All right? You're still going to get the same game, but then you'll have that peace of mind of being able to transfer your information. The one thing that drives me most crazy about this is the part where they say, in case one's Nintendo Switch console itself is malfunctions or is lost doesn't really say that I'm able to transfer my save data to another console using this this cloud backup method. Uh, it Why there's a restriction on only if there's a problem with your console is just kind of foolish in my opinion. Anyway, the last question here, it says, is the game playable on the Nintendo Switch Lite? It says this title can be played on the Switch Lite. However, in order for multiple residents to play together, i.e. multiple users on the same system, uh, in party mode on a Nintendo Switch Lite console, Joy-Cons and Pro Controllers suitable for the amount of players joining must be connected. Okay, what a what a big surprise. Um, I still think that Nintendo has made a big mistake here by, by going with that one island per, per console, but uh, only time will tell, all right? And listen, I would say hold off on this until you've got that backup, but my God, everybody is saying how great this game is if you look at this is also from nintendo life they went around and they uh they they gathered everybody's scores up and i i'm not a fan of uh numbered scores for games uh but i will say that by far everybody's giving this really really good scores everybody's giving this game fantastic scores vg uh vgc gave it five out of five um Full uh, full score from God is a Geek. Uh, IGN gave it 9 out of 10. The Guardian said that it is the perfect time for a game like New Horizons. Games Radar gave it 4.5 out of 5. US Gamer, 4.5 out of 5. Eurogamer um, said that this is the best Animal Crossing to date. Everybody is saying that this Animal Crossing is fantastic, and I'm sure that it is. But wouldn't it be better if we didn't have to worry about our saves? Anyway... Uh, Let's take a break. We'll hear from a sponsor. When we come back, we're going to talk about Indie World. Stick around. Buy an Odyssey 2 now and get $82 worth of free games, including Pickaxe Pete. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. 
Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. All right, Nintendo tweeted out today uh, all about Indie World. And Indie World is going to be tomorrow. Now, if you don't know what Indie World is, it's uh, Nintendo's new Nindies. Do you remember when they called it Nindies and everybody was like, no, don't don't call it Nindies. That sounds stupid. And it did sound stupid. It still sounds stupid. I like Indie World better, but it's the same thing. It's just them showing off a bunch of indie games. Well, here's what they tweeted. They said, tune in tomorrow, March 17th. At 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern, for a new Indie World Showcase live stream featuring roughly 20 minutes of info on indie games coming to Nintendo Switch. And uh, I, I, there's a chance that I may live stream this over on my Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. Um, I think that uh, this is going to be exciting. Listen, I was I had a very fun conversation yesterday with some other Nintendo content creators and we talked a lot about how the the Nintendo Switch is the indie system. It's a fantastic indie system. I've got hundreds, literally hundreds of indie games on my Nintendo Switch and a lot of them I have had a lot of fun with. A lot of them are really really fantastic games. And we're about to hear about 20 minutes worth of, in, of of indie games tomorrow. I'm very, very excited for this. And we were kind of talking about what games that we predict they will talk about. And I'm, I'm going to say straight up front, I have no idea. I'm assuming that we will see more information about uh, the bigger indie games that we saw at... at um, PAX East, things like Shovel Knight Dig or, um, oh man, there's another one from, from Yacht Club Games, which it's very much like Ninja Gaiden, although I can't remember the name of the game. It's like Cyber something or other, um, Cyber Shadow perhaps. Anyway, um, I'm sure that there's going to be a bunch of indie games that we're going to hear about tomorrow, and I'm very much looking forward to that. However, what I will say, and by the way, if you're watching this live, I would love to hear your thoughts and just type them in chat right now while I talk about one of my predictions. What what do you think we're going to see tomorrow? Um, but one of the things that I think that we will see is lots and lots, maybe not lots, I'm going to guess at least four. We're going to get at least four things where Nintendo says, and this is out right now. You can buy this right now. This is available right now, all right? Uh, or today, like you can download this today. I think that that is a foregone conclusion. And I don't know how, <clears throat> excuse me, I don't know how I feel about that. Because anything that comes out tomorrow, it comes out in the shadow of Animal Crossing. 
And Animal Crossing casts a really, really big shadow. And I know that if I were making an indie game, I would not want to have my game come out this week up against Animal Crossing on the Nintendo Switch. That is a recipe for disaster. And I hope it doesn't happen. But I'm sure that we will see a few. And guess what? Some people are not interested in Animal Crossing. And some people are going to be trying out these indie games. And that's great for them. Uh, the Mega Dan in, in chat is saying, uh, don't forget about Doom. But, but Doom is not coming to the Nintendo Switch this week. That's coming uh, quite a ways down the line. Um, so even though we know that Doom Eternal is coming to Switch, it's not being released on Nintendo Switch yet. Uh, so we have to keep that in mind. But uh, Animal Crossing is, and I think that the overlap of people who really, really enjoy games like Animal Crossing and people who uh, enjoy games that would be featured in Indie World, I feel like that is a Venn diagram where those two circles are ve very, very close together. And uh, I hope that no game gets overlooked because it gets released in the week of Animal Crossing. That would just be too bad. It's tough when Nintendo brings out a big tentpole game like this and uh, and and uh, it, it kind of gets in the way of everything. It's kind of like when, you know, there's a new Star Wars movie or a new uh, Marvel movie and all of the other movies kind of say, um, can we not come out on that weekend because nobody's going to go see our movie? Yes, some people will. But the vast majority of people are going to go to one movie in that weekend, and it's going to be the big blockbuster thing. Uh, so let's see what people are saying in chat. Um, uh, Smoking Herbs says, Hollow Knight Silk Song with exclamation points. I don't know if you knew about those exclamation points. Uh, Super Nintendad says, I think we'll see Indivisible and Dicey Dungeons. TF Wagner says, Bad South. Is that a... Uh, a sequel to Bad North, or are you making a joke, T.F. Wagner? Uh, Bad North was a really, really cool um, indie game, like a real-time strategy game. Really fantastic. Uh, Bowser13 says, a short game would be great right now. If I could play, if get it tomorrow and finish it by Friday, then that would be awesome. Especially, you know, there's a lot of people who are calling for Animal Crossing to be released early because of COVID-19. I can understand that. I don't think it's going to happen, but maybe uh, there's a lot of people who are at home and they're going to be picking up an indie world game. You know, a, 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 a game that might do well tomorrow would be a game that features that, that heavily features multiplayer. You know, if there's a game out there that heavily features multiplayer, then that's probably going to do well because Animal Crossing, while it does have multiplayer, it's really more of a a solitary experience. Yes, you can play with other people, but it's much more of a solitary experience. And that would give, that's why you might have, uh, you know, the Avengers come out and a romantic comedy come out opposite that because they're so different that they attract different audiences. Anyway, I'm very excited for the Indie World Direct. Now, I know that there's a lot of people, myself included, who are saying, what about a general direct? We haven't seen a general direct where Nintendo talks about like their schedule for the year. And I agree. This is not what we mean. I don't mean an Indie World Direct. I mean a Nintendo Direct where they're talking about Nintendo games. Where is that thing? I don't know. Is it possible that we get one this month? 
still possible. It really is. Oh, you know what else would be really cool as part of the Indie World Direct? And somebody said this earlier. I can't remember who it was, but somebody said this earlier. The idea of another indie uh, uh, developer getting their hands on a Nintendo IP, kind of like when we've got Cadence of Hyrule. All right. I thought that that was a really, really awesome game. And that's not something that Nintendo ever would have done before. But for Nintendo to say, hey, here's our IP, you can use that. That's awesome. Uh, I, I think that that's great. Uh, TF Wagner says people are running out and buying RBI Baseball 20 today. I would not buy RBI Baseball. It's not very good. Buy Super Mega Baseball 2 or wait around for Super Mega Baseball 3. Those games are more fun, even though they don't feature the real players. Anyway, that's my opinion. Let me know tomorrow. I, I was going to ask you guys for your predictions, but we're not going to. I wouldn't get to um, respond to your predictions before the Indie World Direct happens. So there's really no reason for me to do that. Um so don't send in your predictions. It's written, There's not going to be any response. However, after you watch the Indie World Direct, I would absolutely love it, and I'm, I'm sure that I will tweet this out um, probably tomorrow. What did you think of the Indie World? Which games were you most excited for and why? Something like that. And uh, we'll talk about that on the Saturday show. All right. Before we get out of here, I have one last thing that I want to talk about, and that was I was on uh, an episode of This Nintendo Life, if you listen to my podcast, 143 Pixels, I recently, this, uh, this week's episode, no, last week's episode, yeah, there you go, last week's episode featured uh, NBZ from This Nintendo Life, and um, Bally, uh, his co-host from This Nintendo Life, is on season three of 143 Pixels, and they asked me to be on This Nintendo Life, which is pretty awesome, because I've been listening to that podcast, not every episode, because most of those episodes are pretty long, but I've been listening to that episode or I'm sorry, that podcast for a very long time. They've been going for six years. I've been listening from the start. So for them to say, Hey, come on the show. I was like, hot damn. That was great. And we had a really, really fun conversation. We talked about E3 a little bit. Uh, we talked about Ori and the will of the wisps. We talked about doom on switch, uh, WarioWare gold. We talked about, um, uh, all that stuff. And then we had this really, really fun discussion where we decided what are the 10 most important games on a Nintendo platform or 10 most important games to Nintendo. That's the way it was phrased. The 10 most important games to Nintendo in the last decade. Uh, and we, we we didn't number the list, but we put we put 10 of them on there. And uh, it was a really fun conversation. And if you follow the link in the show notes, go to runjumpstomp.com. Uh, and this is episode 490. You can follow the link in the show notes. It'll take you straight to their podcast. And uh, I hope you'll check it out. We had a, a lot of, it was a really long episode. Uh, but anyway, that's it for me today. Become a part of the community over at runjumpstomp.com slash discord. This show is part of the giant size team up network. If you want to check out more uh, shows on the network make sure you do over at gstu.net and i'm out of here you guys have an awesome day thank you very much the music you're hearing right now is Corneria star fox remix by noteblock have a great day stay awesome everybody and wash your damn hands <laughs>